So Matt, tell us about this thing you're doing on Sundays. I've started a live Twitch actual play webcast. That's what I'm calling it. I don't know if it's called something or not. Webcast. I like that. Uh, Twitch stream. Twitch stream. Sundays. Right now we've had to change because of uh, um, daylight savings times. One of the guys is Australian and he doesn't have daylight savings time. So we had to kind of adjust because when we're starting, when we were starting at 8, 830, it was 9 or 930 in the morning the next day. So now that our time has changed, he's got to get his kids off to school about the same time that we would be starting. So blah, blah, blah. We had to start a little bit later. So we're starting at 9 o'clock now. But it's uh, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons playing an old du- adventure path called Shackled City. And we're, we just recorded, of course, when this comes out, what? Episode uh, 7 or 8? Yeah, probably around episode, episode 7 or 8. It's been a lot of fun. Um, Adam, you helped out the other night just interacting with the crowd and booting out the the bots trying to sell something. I don't, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, yeah. Yeah, it, it was you like click just, there and pay them to get followers to your Twitch stream. Oh, oh Lord. well, no. That's that's where all of our followers come from. You, <laughs> exactly. you guys don't know it yet. It's how I've convinced you to record with me for three years. <laughs> it's costing me a fortune. Man, I've just wanted to finish one adventure path from beginning to end all these years, and I finally figured out the easiest way to do it is to convince people to record and fake numbers, you know? Right. <laughs> I wish that was a lie. <laughs> yeah, so good. it's a lot of fun. Where does, uh, where does Shackled City take place? Where? Oh, uh, it's we're playing in Greyhawk. And Ooh, it's funny because so I've never... played playing Pathfinder then. Oh, no, no, it's 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. Ah, cool. Yeah. So Greyhawk is the original world by Gary Gygax, the guy who kind of created this mm-hmm. whole spiel. Um, and it was never really fleshed out very much, which is kind of nice because it allows whoever's running the game to use what they have but make things up and kind of go as we go. Um, what right now we're calling it, it's called the Chronicle of Madness, which is kind of a, you don't really know what it is as far as the story goes, but... There's going to be different chronicles in the Age of Heroes, and it's basically telling the story of characters, and this is the idea, going from level 1 to 20. So you've heard of Mordekainen, and you've heard of Odaluk, and all these super you know, magical, powerful people and whatnot. You don't ever hear their story. So this is the story of new legends. And the, of course, we haven't got the art yet, but this, the tagline is, you can't have legends without strife. So it's just telling the story of legends in the making. That's cool. Ooh, nice. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's live, so the audience gets to interact with you versus just listening to us passively. So that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> and every Sunday's at you said nine? It's it, it will change from time to time just simply because of daylight savings right now, but logistics. But we're trying to stay Sunday nights, uh, it was 8, 8.30. Now we are definitely starting at 9. Uh, and we'll, that's Eastern time? Eastern Standard, yep. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings. <laughs> <laughs> cool. If you uh, do wind up changing the time, where do you post changes for your live show? Well, Adam has been very kind and putting it out on twi- uh, Twitter. Yeah, not Twitch, Twitter. And we try to announce at the end of every show specifically the time for the next show okay and yeah so we're gonna try to keep we're gonna try to keep a regular schedule every sunday 
because um, I don't want to miss a week. You know, missing one drop is just death of a pa- of a podcast sometimes. So um, arranging schedules of five, four or five people is really tough, especially when you're across the international dateline. But yeah, here's yeah. the joy yeah. though. With, yeah. with him being across the international dateline, he knows what's going to happen before you actually. Get I know. It. I know. He's in I the know. future. I keep asking him what's happening tomorrow. <laughs> he won't tell me. Oh my God. Some sort of uh, Australian rule they have about talking to Americans yeah. about tomorrow's, you know, timey wimey Doctor Who stuff. If you want to check out the show though, uh, twitch.tv slash backpatio.net. And if you sub on there, then it'll also notify you when we go live. Yeah. So, yeah. And I will that. update nice. the calendar. Check us out on Discord. And occasional announcements here. We'll just kind of every once in a while say, hey, don't forget. Nice. Of course, that'll be after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should have watched two weeks ago. It was really amazing. <laughs> it was. Uh, the joys of recording ahead of time. Are you uploading them anyway oh, yeah. for historical? Yeah, I forgot. Um, within a week of recording, they are going to our YouTube Back Patio Network channel. Uh, the first four episodes are already there. I haven't uploaded the fifth one yet, but I will before we record the sixth. Uh, time permitting, school permitting, all that crap. Isn't life fun? Yeah. It's busy, that's for sure. We also now have a sticker shop up on our website. It looks so beautiful. So if you want stickers of your favorite homegrown podcast, you can get the original party. We're working on artwork for this party. Uh, we those should be going up actually by the time this podcast comes out those will be up for at least a week so we're having a good time with that and all the stickers look really awesome uh casey and adam have really done a great job getting those arranged if you want to buy some check out backpationetwork.com and some of you guys may have already seen some of the art volantre and droth are already done by an amazing artist named gage who is currently working on vanix uh, he's shown me a quick outline. Going to make a few changes, and then once he gets it done, we'll be posting that. Awesome. I'm very excited about it. And we already got a friend of Matt's to do some artwork for Poe, mm-hmm. but we're going to do some more artwork for Poe in the same style. So yeah. we'll have all four characters, all from the same artist, all at the same time, and then we're going to kill Valentre. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. We still have to get, get a portrait of, we got to get a portrait of you as well, Wes. Nah. Yeah, no, we got to have a... Uh, the dungeon master, or the god over top of nah. the party. No, 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 no. It's all about you guys. <laughs> Going to be like yeah. the old D&D cartoon dungeon master? The yes. The little gnome with the receding hairline like, hello, <laughs> adventurers. I want to buy Wes that costume for Halloween and make him wear it. <laughs> Didn't you have the, like a brown robe you. on? <laughs> yeah, it's like a red and yellow yeah, robe. Yeah. And he always shows up <laughs> the worst kind of times. It's kind of in the same style as like the old Legend of Zelda Mario yep. cartoons, yep. right? Horrible. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. And you'll have to walk around on your knees like Dwarf if you're going to play the Dungeon Master because he's tiny. <laughs> oh my you God. Have to put Just raise your Never gonna happen. So Anakin this- and uh, Volantre are kind of like Dwarf right now. <laughs> we are. Oh, too. Like yeah. nice, nice segue into today's. Uh, uh, is Alvius, <laughs> did she shrink too? Or is she normal size? She did. She shrunk. She threw oh, yeah, up yeah, too. Yeah. You guys, uh, the first two guys, you shrunk, but you fought off that nausea feeling. Yeah. The When everything swirled around, you go from a medium to a small and the reflection of all this room that you're standing in. But uh, Alvi and Poe, not so much. 
And Pope put puked like twice too. So draw yeah. how's that smell up there yeah. in that room? How's the waft? Uh, you know, he he's got like some paper towels or something stuffed up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> he came prepared. None of that bomb just bomb under your nose, so you just smell the bomb. Yeah. You're also being so, smart by not crossing the <laughs> to that room. Yeah. Like, I'm not drinking the sour milk, guys. <laughs> yeah. Come on it's in. The even, water's not even Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we got Droth standing north of this room with the dead corpse of a hell slave, a rune slave giant. Uh, south of that, we got Poe and Alvia in their smaller versions. Droth, Poe, Alvia, you can all probably see each other through an open doorway. And then we got Vanak off by himself, but you're invisible, right? Visible and flying, yes. So you're just past the room that the Headless Lord and a couple of his zombie buddies were hanging out in. Mm -hmm. And you are headed east. However, where I want to start tonight is this very dramatic scene of this little stone box in a big round (laughs) room with very comfortable couches in it. And this camera is from the outside. And then suddenly the stone just shatters and a big Valentri sized hole opens up. And by big, I mean small because he's still a small creature. And he claws his way out of this stone box that that forge fiend put him in. And there you are in a room. So. Let me set the scene for you, Mr. Valentre. This is going to take a while, so if you need to go on a pee break, now's a good time. Except okay. me, I need to listen to this, right? <laughs> you, you have to stay. <laughs> All right, you are finally out of your cage, and you finally get a chance to check out that robot that you talked to the first time. And you have a li- you're a little more relaxed. You might be sweating a little bit, but you can really kind of take a minute. You can see that this robot has a ton of age and wear on it. It is smoking. It is jerking around a little bit. It's not a pristine robot by any stretch of the imagination. It's smoking. It's lurching. It is moving sporadically. And it is going from comfy leather chair to comfy leather chair. They've got little like oak tables all around, little side tables, and these really nice polished oak and cherry wood tables and he's looking around for everything and he can't seem to find whatever it is he's looking for so you are in a large circular room comfy chairs nice polished tables on the walls are these sigils and etchings and ancient magic symbols that you may not quite recognize at this point Then at the center of the room is a 30-foot-wide shaft that goes straight down. If you wander over there and look down, the walls of this shaft are completely and totally lined with books from bottom to top, and it is 50 feet deep, full of books. There are no ladders there's no steps there's no obvious way down at all and lastly you recognize that there is a bit of a permanence to this room 
The air is constantly refreshed. You don't feel any hunger or thirst from the entire day's adventures. And that age and wear on the robot is not reflected in anything else in this room. All of the chairs, the tables, the books, the walls, everything looks like it was built yesterday. Now, what would you like to do? First thing I want to try is try to fly. Sure, no problem. I have no problem flying. The So, to describe what's going on, the ceiling of this room is 60 feet tall. Hanging from that ceiling are these beautiful crystal chandeliers on thin, fine chain. Okay. Um, I'm going to go down into the shaft and look at the books. There's a bunch of choices. Does anything really stand out? Like larger volume, something that looks more worn than something else, a title that's more just like on fire as opposed to just written on the book, something like that. <laughs> no, they all seem pretty mundane. You can't read any of the writing. Even if you pull one out and you look at it, you can't understand what's on that written page. Uh, you see very several very thick volumes. You see scrolls. There's even a few stone tablets but unless you read a very ancient language that I've looked at your char character sheet and I know you don't have it, uh, you don't recognize it at all. Well, you do know that about, you know, me. I have a few tricks up my sleeve if I want to be able to read something like that, right? Oh, God, of course you do. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to do that right now. Um, I want to check out, like, the rest of, like, the rest of the room. Is there an entrance that I can see, a doorway that I can see? Something that I to for someone to get in or get out on the eastern wall built in, and this is a very ornate, beautiful door. It is 10 feet tall, it is a double door, it has a giant lock in the middle of both doors that would obviously fit a very large key, but it is closed and it appears to be locked. Is it like small enough that I can fly through the lock? No, of course not. I'm not going to make it that easy on you. <laughs> okay. Um, Maybe Poe could fit through, but... So you say the robot's jumping <laughs> around from chair to chair, table to table. Mm -hmm. Is it doing anything specific? It seems to be looking for something. Robot. Thingy. I don't know if I would know what a robot is. Um, are you still looking for the book I requested? He doesn't seem to react. Okay. I'm going to cast a spell, and I'm going to cast an evolution surge, um, my regular evolution surge, which gives me... Wait, hang on. No, I'm casting my greater evolution surge. It gives me two evolutions up to a total of six points. Uh, on the evolutions, I'm taking two different... Things of magic. Essentially, I'm taking the basic magic and then the next level of magic on top of that. Which I got to look up the actual name of this because I had this in my back pocket in case I ever encountered something I couldn't read. What? That could get real interesting. Um. So basic magic just gives me some random spells. Not a big deal at all. But after I get basic magic, um. 
I then go into minor magic, which minor magic gives me the ab ability to comprehend languages. It gives me a spell like ability that I can cast and I cast it myself. And this is basically comprehend languages, the spell. Yes. So you can't speak it, but you can read and understand it. That's the way I understand comprehend languages. Yes. All right. You finally, all of the titles begin to make sense to you and they're random titles like the traveler of the golden road, the history of XIN, Zen, the, uh, the travelings of the greed with the name Karzug after it. Well, we've seen the name Karzug before, correct? I don't know, have you? I think so. Uh, party's not here to back me up, but <laughs> I have a feeling that that's going to be a book that I need to check out. So you're beginning to read. Is that what I'm understanding? I'm going to start reading some volumes while I'm in this library. Because okay. there's there's no what? threat of enemies I can see, right? Nothing in here looks like it's going to attack, attack me. When I pull a book off the shelf, I don't get blown up. No. You can just uh, grab a seat or you can float there in midair until your fly spell runs out. I'll sit down very comfortably in a chair. Well, as comfortable as a Gila monster dragon thing can sit in a chair. <laughs> uh, every once in a while, that uh, that robot creature comes stumbling by, and you can hear him. Now that you can understand, comprehend other languages, you understand what he is saying, which is something to the effect of spellbook of Vonderbloom, spellbook of Von Utterbloom, and he just is continuing to pull up cushions and look through all of the tables. Okay, so, Villantre, you're reading, you're comfortable. Let's check in on the rest of the party. Vanak, what are you up to? You were the most exciting for me, so I want to see what you're going to do. Um, so, combat ended a while back. I mean, a minute? Two minutes? The reason I'm asking is I had some spells that lasted rounds. Oh. Because I had greater invisibility going, and that's just 11 rounds. Uh, I cast that healing spell, which has 11 rounds. So just kind of understanding whether or not I have sure. the short-term stuff over. So I think we kind of fast-forwarded a little bit to get to what's happening with Valentry, but we'll pick up a little bit in the past with you at the end of your previous round. Um, I'm just moving forward. Uh, I'm just... Okay. I. I don't know where Valentre is. I saw this behemoth fire-bellied demon eat him and go back towards the direction I'm looking around. So I'm trying to find Valentre. All right. So how many rounds of invisibility, greater invisibility, no less, do you have left? Um, if we're going back to where we were, I should have mm -hmm. six rounds left. So 36 right. seconds. So this is the first round. You move forward, and you were looking down a diagonal shaft. And by shaft, I mean a corridor. <laughs> it's more of a hallway. It's not down. It's, 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 anyway, it's empty. And it seems to open up into a much larger room. And all this is unlit, right? There's no light down here, or I don't remember if you said there was or not. 
You know, I picture there's these random torches or chandeliers, all that seem to be working just fine. Okay, so lit enough to where we can see everything. Mm-hmm. What is, I guess, south on the map? Okay, that a is hallway. another passageway that if you kind of like peek down a little bit, it's just this little like 20 by 20 room. It's empty. There's nothing there. Uh, okay. You would imagine that probably a forge fiend just hangs out in there because it's good and comfy. All right. So <laughs> I move down, see that, move back up, and that's basically my full movement. Um, okay. I'm not trying to isolate myself from the rest of the party, so I'm going to kind of hang out here. I'll use uh, another action to move back down the hallway towards the party. And okay, so it. you're moving back towards the large boiling cauldron. Yes. Alvia, having lost sight of you, she's going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 40 feet forward. She just like charges into that black smoke that uh, nearly killed Poe a second ago, (laughs) and it doesn't seem to affect her at all. So I'm going to skip Poe. Droth, what are you going to do? Droth is kind of assessing the situation. Uh, he's going to so hold for now. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't really want to go into this. I mean, the thought process is if he goes in and shrinks, we're all kind of screwed. So, you know, I don't want to go in unless I know I absolutely have to. Poe, if you need right, me, po. let me know. <laughs> <laughs> What's Poe going to do? Droth is just like, let me know if you need me. Otherwise, I'm over here not drinking the milk. Yeah, Poe is standing there and he's crying. All my friends are gone. Andre's lost. He's been eaten and they took him into a wall. Droth's being an unhelpful asshole and I can't see Manic Dane anywhere. Andre, <laughs> if you can hear the sound of my voice, follow it. He can't. <laughs> Narrator. <laughs> he couldn't. God is hateful. <laughs> he could not. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I was thinking Arrested Development. Ron Howard. <laughs> That'll work too. Uh, so that's it, Poe. You're just going to stay in there and cry? Yeah. No, he's he's <laughs> just a fit to be tied right now. All right, Vanek. We're back to you then, bud. I will continue down to the crying Poe. Boy, what are you crying about? Wait, excuse me. Boy, what are you crying about? <laughs> there you go. Oh, Vanek. Vanek, where are you? I'm right above you. I ran across oh. a little bit. God, what are we going to do? Volantre's gone. Drops being an asshole. He won't even come into the room and get small with the rest of us. Yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> I well, think it's make, lazy. <laughs> maybe you can find your balls and we'll go find Volantre. All right, well, when you find your balls, let me know. <laughs> Are you still sick and pukey and all that stuff, or is that past? Me? Oh, I yeah. think it's past. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were you blinded, Poe? <gasps> oh fuck! Yeah. yeah. It's oh been my a god! Week. It's been a minute. And I can't fucking see either. <laughs> I'm done with all of that stuff. I can't even see. That's all right. I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I went as far as I can, so that's sure. That's me. Uh, unless you're going to do advance into the unknown, Vanak. At this point, I'm going to just take you out of combat. Okay. Round spells are going to wear off. Poe, the smoke finally clears from your eyes and your lungs. You can see again. You can breathe again. 
but the effect of the room from before still applies as in you're still small. Tiny. But what are you guys going to do? Alvia comes back to join you guys. In fact, pretty soon she's probably going to have a different sounding voice. <laughs> I'm going to stop inspiring courage. <laughs> That's probably That's smart. Probably smart. <laughs> hey, uh, Droth, you going to join us? How about how about you guys come up here? Because if I go there, I'll be small too, more than likely. Which doesn't seem... I mean, if we're going to fight anything today, we all kind of need to be as most at 100% as possible, right? So... There's a lot of hallways back here we haven't seen yet. Yeah. There probably are. <clears throat> Unless we can figure out a way to keep me from being small, though, is it worth the risk? I mean, there's a lot of hallways back the way we came, right? Yes, but we don't have Elantre. Elantre is back this way. <sighs> yeah? Are we going to save our best friend, or are we not going to save our best friend? I have no doubt in and my you mind. Guys are just like yelling him. down this corridor at each <laughs> yeah, other and forth. like 70 feet away from each other it's like somebody's in the end zone somebody's standing at the 30 yard line at least I mean Droth has the voice for it sure <laughs> if anyone's going to be having a conversation across the ones. hallway yeah be Droth how uh, about like maybe I cast regular invisibility on you and you guys go and let me know if we actually need to go all the way out there so I'm gonna try something first I'm gonna cast a spell magic on myself and try to dispel this smallness and see if it has any effect alright um, problem is I have two effects going I've got my overland flight which I think will be the first thing targeted or no I think I can target the spell it starts with the highest, typically. I think targeted yeah. dispel targets a person, and then it goes from the strongest spell to the weakest. Let's well, targeted dispel. It says one object, creature, or spell is a targeted dispel magic spell. So, can I target the spell that's made me shrink? Sure. Wouldn't you have to know it? Huh? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I um I can attempt to do maybe because I'm also thinking check. like uh like maybe you could target. Uh, a pebble that has specifically got light on it. Or a spell that I know is in effect, like a wall of fire. Right. That kind of thing. Yes. Alright. So Would've been nice for a wall of stone. <laughs> no, once it's an instantaneous spell. Let's see. I mean, I could fly over there and teleport you across that 25 foot expanse of dangerous evil magic to get you to join us um, and I have plenty like I can do that but we need to find I don't want to I don't want to dispel my flight that's the only thing I, about this of course I can risk maybe not being high enough to dispel it let's see so caster level plus d20 compare that to the highest caster levels deal 11 plus oh god all right, so I'm gonna try it. I cast the spell magic. Um, so the spell Overland Flight was cast by me, so the DC is 11 plus my caster level, which is 11. So the DC is 22. I have to roll a D20 plus my caster level, which is 11. So if I roll 11 or higher, the Overland Flight goes away. And well, if it if it doesn't, then it moves on to the next spell. 
Sure. But it's going to start with the thing from the room. I'll just tell you that. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, so D20. Boop. Plus my caster level 27. It does not make you bigger. So now it takes away your flight. I have to roll on the flight to see if it affects it. Uh, which I, Same result to the next spell with the next highest caster level. Oh, it just skips on to the next one. Yeah. Okay, I that float gently to the ground. Damn, yeah. that didn't work. It has now succeeded, so the dispel magic is done. And I cast Overland Flight again. Vanek, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember this or not, but when we first encountered this room, we tried to figure out what was going on in here. And I mean, it's god level. We, we have no idea what this is. I don't... I don't know that we're going to be able to get past it. If you want to try and teleport me, that's fine. But I think just walking into the room or flying into the room is a horrible idea. Well, being small is not so bad. I Kind of looks in his pants. Well, maybe it has a little sound effect I don't like. <laughs> I thought you burned your pants off in the last episode. I think you're right. I think I took yeah, like 50 points of damage or something crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go look around. Droth. Watch our back. I can do that. Way back. So I'm going to cast regular invisibility, which lasts 20 minutes, 20, 21 minutes. Uh, I'm going to upcast that to a level three spell just simply because I'm running out of slots. Um, I'm upcasting that by my heightened spell, so it takes me a full round to cast, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to go look around, invisibly flying throughout these tunnels and passageways down here. Okay. Just checking. The other three of you. Valencia, you're reading. Droth, you're not going to do anything until something happens. And Poe, you're not moving into the smoke. Is that right? I guess that's correct. (laughs) Then we're just going to focus on Vanak until something interesting happens, which I'm sure it will. Vanak, just show me where you move on the map, and then we'll go from there. You're currently in the room with a giant bubbling cauldron and caustic acid smoke. That's Poe, not moving Poe. So first, I'll move (laughs) down to the room where the Headless Beast was with his minions and make sure that that hallway connects. It does. All right, then I'll move on up to this other hallway down the diagonal hallway. Hallway down the hallway. Connect, it connects to the Forge Fiend room that you established earlier. You're now moving into the hallway that the diagonal corridor connects to. You are in a 15 to 20 foot wide corridor. There are a smattering of doors. There are there's a double or a single to a double door to the north, single double door to the south, and if you go all the way east, there is a single door there. However, Directly to the west is a beautiful, ornate, well-heeled door with a giant lock on each double door. I will go to the beautiful locked door. Uh, You're basically saying it has a locking mechanism there, right? I have knock, but it's not so good. Like it just gives me plus ten to my check to unlock, and my check to unlock sucks. <laughs> um, so I'll leave that one for now. And those red lines are 
I was just going to say, just out of curiosity, what is the check to unlock? What's the exact skill? Knock is a spell that attempts to open it up, and it turns a an attempt to unlock a door into a caster level check. Right. With a plus 10 bonus. Right. So, so knock is pretty nice. Yeah, it'd be a d20 plus 21. Uh, you said the red lines are just regular doors, double doors? The Yes, so there's two to the north, two to the south, and a single all the way to the east that goes north. All right. I'm going to upcast a knock and all right. knock on this door. Okay, so you cast the spell knock. Something is going to happen. Great. But first, I want to find out if you unlock this door. Okay. My d20... I rolled it. I rolled an eighteen, so that's a thirty-nine. Ooh, it's a good roll, man. Yes. Right, eighteen plus twenty-one. Right, yep. DC forty. <laughs> <laughs> you, the the audience can't see me, but I'm nodding. What the? Uh, it like, doesn't open. Oh however, my god! Before anything else can happen. A screeching, fiery creature made of the very essence of light comes screaming out of that door directly at Vanak. (laughs) First, I'm going to need some checks. Okay. I thought you were going to say, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) I know, I did too. I was really scared. If it was 20 minutes later, that's exactly what would happen. But first, I am going to need a fortitude save. Fortitude. Uh, Can you tell me what kind of effect? I have some bonuses. uh, Charm, fear. uh, Anything that will be helpful. It's a magical spell-like ability. Okay. And it's based around light. Boop. Oh, 19 on the die. So Ooh. 25. <gasps> the world begins to fade to black on Vanak. Oh, no. And then by the very power of his will, his inner fortitude comes back to save him and he fights back. You are not blinded permanently. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit. Wow. I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> and then this creature casts a spell. Can I try to identify it? Since I'm not blind. Sure. <laughs> I think it would be really cool if you did. Uh, it's a spellcraft check, right? 29. Uh, it is going to be a knowledge. I believe it's going to wind up being a knowledge arcane. 23. Check. Yeah. It's 10. This is a creature. You know the name, and you will know one thing about it. This is known as a shining child. It is a creature of light from the plane of something. Are they good guys or bad guys? Evil. Extra planar outsiders. Yeah. Made of light. And I will tell you, 
all of the damage they do is fire-based. And it's a lot. Hmm. Maybe I should have checked that. Velotra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, did I hear the loud screech? Valentre, absolutely. Okay. I'm able to dish it out, but I sure can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a very crispy Vanek at the end of this. This is not good. Oh. Now you wanted to identify the spell that he's casting? Yeah. All right, it's it's similar to a spell, uh, but it is actually not a spell cast. It is a spell-like ability. However, give me uh, your spellcraft check. Spellcraft, 21. That should be enough to notice that it is very similar to a spell that you can cast known as Searing Ray. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. I mean, no, I mean... It's a lot better than Meteor Swarm. How about that? <laughs> Can I ask something, Venak? This might be metagaming me asking. Uh, do you have more of those force fields? <laughs> of course. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't know how crispy. Are we going to have Venak jerky? Or are we going to have Venak kebabs? Oh. Or like Venak ash? Just, or just charcoal? Oh. Yeah. I will say, though, it will be my last one, and I will GTFO and go back to the house's mouse kitty in Magnamar <laughs> rather than stick around here, if possible. House's mouse kitty. Charles <laughs> is going to be waiting around this corner forever. Like, Vanek. <laughs> if Poe ever gets to the fire room, Poe will go with him. I don't think Poe's ever going to get through. All right. Here we go. A version of Searing Ray. It's not the same thing, but it's close. <laughs> I don't think he can miss, Van Heck. Probably not. It is, uh, it is, it is a touch attack, mm -hmm. first of all. Now, you're a little small, so what is your touch attack AC? 12. Oh, no. <laughs> touch attack is 14. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Guess That's what my ask, ask me what touch. My, well, ask me what my normal AC is. <laughs> what is your 14. normal AC? 14. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to type this into uh, roll 20, and let's see if I actually did this right. I did. You take 37 points of damage, Vanek. Fire damage? Yes. All right. That's three different... Is it three rays? Like a... I mean, no. Is, is one, one single source? One ray. Okay. All right. You said 37? Is that right? Yes, 37 total. Hell. <laughs> oh, God. So it's... Vanak, you attempted to open the door. You sprung this trap. Now we're going to go in initiative order. Cool. That was basically the surprise round. Vanak, roll initiative. Ugh. I just want to go around the corner. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, 17. It gets another attack off. Oh. <laughs> So, did you have any resistances to that fire, Vanek? No, no, I have no fire resistance. Okay, I just was curious if I could do a, an intelligence check or a perception check with him to maybe do something a little different, but I, I think what they are now going to do is another supernatural ability. This is going to be another touch attack. 
but it's not searing ray. So it will hit. I'm going to use an immediate action. Okay. And cast my uh, emergency force sphere. That wall of that bubble wall of force. Yeah. Uh, it's an immediate action, so I cast that in response to basically being hit. Okay, so you're inside the bubble, but the effect hits. Hits the bubble. So you so interrupt that attack. The dome shape means that falling debris. Um, let's oh, talk about engineering. Off. Yeah. Normally, spell is used to buy time for avalanches and floods, but it's handy when dealing with ambushes. So it's it's in response nice. to something happening. All right, so it begins to like reach out, cast a spell, use an ability or something that looks to be dangerous to you. You immediately cast this bubble. So this force field is encircled and swathed, okay. covered in light. So this this thing is below me, right? Like it's on the ground because I'm flying. I'm up high. So yeah, it's coming from the door, coming up at you. Okay. Yeah. This is a hemisphere, right? So I put the sphere uh -oh. below me to catch the ray. Okay. I was about to say, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. My shell is on the bottom, not the top. Gotcha. But you're close to the ceiling because you typically. Well, no, you just opened that door. Can is Naka cast a distance? Uh, it's probably touch. So whatever whatever angle he's coming from is where I want the sphere. Uh, but let me check on knock real quick. Knock. No, you can cast. Uh, it's a medium range, range if you yeah. want. Yeah. So, so is I, that what you would have done? I like being up high. You do. You've established that as a fact. So you're probably like either close to a wall or up close to the ceiling. So that hemisphere actually completely encircles you with either the ceiling or the wall behind you. Yes. Aren't I a nice guy? You are. You're great. That's terrific. Yes, so you interrupt the cast, and this bubble is just completely covered in this evil, burning light. It would be almost like it could blind you if you hadn't already resisted a ton of stuff. All right, Vanek, it is your turn. I cast teleport. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I see. am the hell out of there. No, not what doing this. if... What if I told you teleport didn't work here? Oh, cry. <laughs> but I'm, teleport I'm teleporting within the, the facility, though. Yeah, you don't have to cry. So where oh. are you headed? I am teleporting directly behind Droth. <laughs> Droth is a safe yeah. teleportation target. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we got to get the hell out of here. This, <laughs> this thing is terrible. Let's go. Let's go. Droth, you're sure. right. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. Let's go. Oh my god, what about our best friend, Melantre? I Run! thought we were supposed to save him! <laughs> you traitors! Both of you! Traitors! Run! What? Traitor, what are you running from, Vanek? Hell if I know this being burning... You think I think cast things on fire? You should see this. I sound like a southern... I don't know what I sound oh, like. Far. <laughs> oh, far! <laughs> <laughs> His southern's escaping him as he's in terrified mode. He's like, get the hell out of here! <laughs> <laughs> he's not really from Taldor. He's from Pope County. He's a fucking liar! <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. That's my um, turn. Oh, well, I mean, it wasn't my turn. Because uh, what I did was, wasn't react. Because okay, he so. interrupted the spell. He might have. He's not going to get any closer to you necessarily. Your turn. You get the hell out of dodge. Okay, I do have um, to roll I, D100, though. I was going to say, I hate to point out, he does still has to roll, yeah. though. 53. Okay. Got it. All good. <laughs> I knew he was going to do fine. Okay. What are you guys going to do? I want you to make it dramatic for me. Can I speak? No. Okay. No. <laughs> you can shut up. <laughs> Valentre. All right. If that's how it's going to be, you guys just stand there. Just stand there and do nothing. I'm going to go save our best friend. You can't even see. Watch me. Yes, I can. I I can literally I see you closing your eyes because of all the smog in that room. You're blind. There's What are you going to do? In fact, follow my voice. Get back over here so we can all make a decision as a group. Alvia, you too. Oh, it's a Jeez. demon from hell is going to burn your skull out of your face. You should not go that way. Oh. Okay, that does sound a little You can't save Volantre if you're going to be dead. Fuck. So What are we going to do? I let's just maybe go back the way we uh, came and find I think it's time for you to retreat. A plan as disrupted as this one should be reconsidered. Uh Okay, baby. I guess you're pretty smart. I'll listen. <sighs> All right, guys. Here I come. All right, the four of you are all gathered all together north of the discombobulating room. What are you going to do from here? I think we should find Kana and see if there's somewhere she can hide us until we can recuperate, figure out a plan on where we can go to find Volantre. Uh, you think Kana can help us? I mean, she's been surviving on her own down here, and it doesn't sound like she's had it easy. It's better than, I mean, if we completely teleport out of here, we're leaving Volantre 100% behind. We can't do that. We gotta save him. We gotta save him. He could be anywhere. Well, there's two things to consider. We don't know where the hell he is, and I am almost spent. Yeah, we, we definitely need to rest. I mean, I don't think it's wise to teleport out of here for more than a day. If Kana can hide us here, I think we should take the risk. Oh, I could take us to the dragon's cave. Oh, boy. Yeah, let's go see Longtooth. I mean, that may not be a bad idea wherever Volantre is, assuming he can make it out. He might know to rendezvous with us there. Wherever you still have the message? I think he'd want us to hang out with the dragon while he was, you know, captive oh, somewhere. I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. Make a decision. What are you going to do? Fennec reaches out to grab everybody. If you don't want to go. to resist. Droth is Alvia a... holds your hand. Droth isn't just resisting. Locks fingers with you. <laughs> Jumps on my back. <laughs> Daddy ho! <laughs> Paul will sigh and grab on. I'm going to teleport us back to Longtooth's lair. Roll. <laughs> Have we become familiar with his lair yet? It feels like we should. No. Be. No, absolutely Fuck. not. 79. <laughs> You're good. 
<laughs> I think. Actually, that's really close. Hold on. Yeah, looking at it. Oh, God. I think if you're under uh, 80, you're fine. <laughs> Very familiar. Uh, study carefully, seen casually. I'm, I'm at least seen casually, right? Let's let's look at that real quick. Seen casually is 1 to 88. Viewed once is 1 to 76. I, I would have to say it's more than that because we stayed overnight. Did you guys stay overnight? I thought you yeah. teleported to him, you talked to him, and then you flew out of there. But we were there for a long time because I we sat we, and dis we chatted with him for hours. We talked I thought for we a definitely whole episode, but that was like three. That uh, was like thirty minutes of in-game time. <laughs> no, but I, did we not spend like an entire eight hours because we were going to rest overnight? We didn't yeah, have anything I feel to do. Like, I feel like he let us stay in his. Yeah, cave. I thought we definitely well, he's stayed charmed. the night. Like he's my best yeah, friend for like, another like <laughs> nine days, but. I'm pretty sure we stayed overnight there because we stayed the entire day with nothing to do in order to do a long rest before starting this part of Excursion, a, the yeah. trek. Yeah. Tweet it, at me. Tell the, me what really happened. Because then we the flew places. and started fighting those the uh, spider things. Oh, God. Because. First thing in the morning. If fresh and new. You could go with seen casually, which is just seen more than once, but with which you were not very familiar they would be off target. However, sorry, if they seen casually, he would arrive with no problem. If you consider it just viewed once, they'd be off target and they'd be somewhere else. I feel like we and definitely... Nobody would know where they're at. We definitely stayed because Vanek started wasting spells left and right. It was just like, oh, everybody wants to fly, fucking fly. Like, oh, Poe, you want to be invisible? Oh, Here, my God, no, you're invisible. right. Because I was doing circles around Longtooth and chucking bugs into his mouth for fun. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. once we decided <laughs> we to make Malatre go, like, investigate for us, it was just like spells of flying. Listen to the party beg for their lives. Beg. <laughs> beg. <laughs> and poof. Vanek, Droth, and Poe arrive at the front of the lair of Longtooth. Let's check in on Volantre. Volantre, what are you up to, man? So as soon as I heard that scream, I would drop that book on that table and go towards that door. All right, so you rattle at the door, you claw at it a little bit, it doesn't open. It's locked still, and I can't open yeah. it up, and oh, nothing yeah. happens no. when I do anything to the door. Uh-uh. And... I'm guessing that door up north on the map just leads to a broken rubble pile. If you check that door, it absolutely does. Okay. I mean, it's on the map that you showed. I guess I'm going to get comfy and continue reading my book because I can't do anything in this room. All right. Let's, uh, they gave me a couple titles here yeah. in the book itself. Let's see what you picked up. It was the um, one with about greed and Karzu. Oh, that one. Lord of Wealth, Karzug's Trade and Conquests. Uh, this just tells the story of how Karzug took over from his master and how he turned Zinshalast into an empire of greed. All right, party. You're there with Longtooth. What are you going to do? He just kind of like looks up. That's right. I fr I'm glad that Matt reminded me. He's your best friend, and he just <laughs> snorts and smokes, spews on the ground, and he lays his head back down on the pile of gold and treasures. Hey, Poe, uh, I think uh, Longtooth might have been your, your friend more so than all of ours. Uh, you might want to say hi. 
Oh, uh, sure. I mean, I can totally do that. He's like my best friend. Hey, uh, long tooth. Poe will flap up toward the gold pile. Hey, Mr. Longtooth, do you remember me? I'm your best friend, Poe. I was here just a little bit ago with my buddies. Uh-oh. Hi. What? Would you like a bug? Mm, tired. Okay. Hurt. Oh. Sleeping. I'll leave him here for you. Bye-bye. And he'll back away. And as you turn around, you just hear him go, and it sucks down the whole bag of bugs. <laughs> and when he hears the noise, Poe will kind of like scamper away really quick, like. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you guys want to do, or do we just want to say you go to sleep for the night, you wake up, and we move on? What's your choice here? I'm just going to rest. Yeah, I think Droth is just going to rest as well and kind of contemplate if he can get Longtooth or if Longtooth seems like he wakes up at all, he wants to talk to him. But other than that, no. We're going to sleep, I guess. Valentry, the time seems to wear on. You've finished one book, two book, maybe even three by this point. How long does Comprehend Languages last? Oh, that is a very good question. And I'm going to have to switch <laughs> portfolios to look at that. Stand by. <laughs> no. Um, oh my God. 10 minutes per level. 10 minutes per level. So that's uh, 110 <laughs> minutes. Right? Yeah. Cool. So Two hours have gone. I you would read as much as I anymore. could while that is there. And then once that goes away. Ow. Oh. So here's a question. Hmm. What if I used an ability that only was available for 10 minutes? in order to cast the Comprehend Languages, but then the ability that let me cast it went away. Would it go away? No. Or would I retain would the Comprehend similar, Languages? You would retain it for the full length of the okay. spell because it'd be like casting it from a wand. If that was the last spell the wand could cast, you'd still have this spell effect. Cool. Um, in that case, um, once the Comprehend Languages wears down, I've already tried the door to the east. There's nothing I can do to open it. I can't break locks. I can't do anything, so I'm going to find a nice comfy chair or two chairs, sprawl out across them, and dismiss my Eidolon and go to sleep. You all wake up in the morning. Unbothered, a full eight hours of sleep for the night. And you all feel a little bit Stronger. Oh, yeah. What? Mm. 42,000 experience crap. points wow. go into <laughs> your book. Oh, my God. Now, this is where Casey is going to hate me. You were in a dangerous, dangerous position, Valentre. Yep. No open to trainers kind of sleeping with one eye open just in case something happens. You're not going to be able to level up until you get safe. Okay. But everybody else can. As long as I didn't die in the middle of the night, I'm fine with that. (laughs) I thought about it, but no. (laughs) You guys have accomplished a lot, especially in just the last few episodes as far as XP goes. You took down the Rune Slave Giant, you took down a Stone Golem, a Forge Fiend, a Headless Lord, 
all of the things on the way into Jorgenfist, the Deathweb Spiders, the Red Caps, uh, that crazy barbarian, and a couple of Lamia priestesses. You guys have done a lot on the way here. And now, I believe you are all level 12. And this is where we will pick up. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Give me a chance to level up. Uh, level 12. Tasty six level spells. This is kind of my show. Shouldn't I have my own theme song? I mean, it's kind of cheap to recycle music, you know? Oh, yeah, that's better. That's more like it. Hello, Internet. It's me, Hopalong Poe, your favorite bug chef and adventuring hook. This is my show. Conversations with Poe. Poe's podcast of pontification. Come ponder with Poe. If you have ever felt like you wanted to ask me a question, or maybe even tell me how handsome and cool I am, here's your chance. Send me a letter, excuse me, electronic mail, through the internets to fanmail at backpationetwork.com. Remember to put my name, Poe, somewhere in the subject box in your electronic mail browser window, whatever that is so my people will be able to find it for me. If you would like to have access to my show, which you should, because it's gonna be super awesome, join the Back Patio Network Patreon. You can do that at patreon.com slash backpationetwork. Once you do that, you'll be able to listen to me, Poe. Poe's podcast of pontification will cover topics that are determined by you, the audience. So remember to send me plenty of good questions and juicy stuff to talk about. And join the Patreon so you can hear my answers. Oh, uh, I, I'm being told that I'm out of time because I only paid for two minutes, so uh, I gotta go now. It was really great talking to you guys. Listen to my show, okay? Bye.